Um, yeah, just as a disclaimer, don't ever quote us ever. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't. Women can't parlay. Parlay nation. How are we doing this wonderful week? This is Women um, Can't Parlay. I'm Rainy. And I'm Jess. And we are mm, alive. That's a positive. Barely survived. <laughs> this weekend and the two-day work week we've had so far. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're back. We're fucking back, guys. We are here live and live in color. Good news. It's daylight savings time this weekend. I think it's actually saving, not savings. Um, bring me sunshine. Bring me God, right? time. Bring me crashed at the bar all day long, but still being able to make it home in time before the sun even goes down. I'm here to say that I am, I am a, what is this one called? Spring forward gal myself. Losing an hour kind of sucks, but it's so fucking worth it. Yeah. I'm like, in my mind, I lose, I lose hours every fucking day of my life. I have no idea where it's a fucking day when it gets dark at 5 PM. Well, yeah, that plus just life. I'm like, it's Tuesday. What, how am I looking at you? You were literally sitting on that chair in my house fucking five seconds ago. I know I was right in that room. I see. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't mind the loss of hour with the gaining of daylight. I don't think we should ever change it back. I don't know where I need to sign or who I need to (laughs) cut that because I don't know what else to say. (laughs) I wish we didn't have to cut it, but I will say my mom wants to review us, but she feels like she can't not make a comment about our language if she does. (laughs) Just let it go. (laughs) Sorry, Kath, for listening. I'm sorry. I apologize. I will say, I feel like... We filter ourselves quite a bit on this thing. I mean, shockingly, yeah, we do. (laughs) My normal, like, everyday vernacular is pretty fucking bad, which is terrible because people are like, why do you talk like this in front of your mother? But, you know, she's cool. She gets it. (laughs) Yeah, I used to talk like that. I mean, I talked like this in front of my grandma and got a lot of shit for it. But you know what? Like, I I am who I am, then that's just it. Yeah, I'm 36 years in training, so good fucking luck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but we had a good time. Rainy successfully had turned 36. Her birthday. <laughs> she turned 36. She did not jump off anything high. No. Nope. Yeah, had a good time. Like I've been to Houston before, but we didn't really go out. And although we still have COVID, so that sucks. But yeah. we were able to enjoy Houston a little bit. I got to meet a lot of yeah. her friends that I always hear so much about, but I've never actually met before. Face to name was cool. Obviously. A few of them, big fans of the pod. Yeah. That was fun to like meet some people that were influencing. Yes. Jessie. Oh, yes. Jessie. She is our, actually, if you are looking for uh, real estate um, in Houston or the surrounding areas, Jason Homes, a free sponsor of the podcast, which means literally actually Google her and use her because she is like the best realtor in Houston, but she's also a very dear friend of ours. She's amazing. And she's, yeah, she's like one of those like amazing fireball, people. Fireball, like little beautiful package, like fun, quirky, spunky, loved her. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, she's the she's the fucking best. So doesn't, yeah, check doesn't her know out. Doesn't lick about sports, but now thanks to us, she's learning. Like yeah. she's our target audience. She is our target audience, and she apologizes all the time if she can't fully listen to an episode. I'm like, sis, it's fine. But she's doing it because she really wants to learn. And yeah, she like recognized a dress that was a Chargers dress, and she was like, "That's a team." And we were yeah. like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> Just that's a team in the NFL. <laughs> she killed it. Yes. So. If you're out there and you think there's no hope for yourself, guess again. We are here for you. Yes. And you guys should go check out Jason Holmes. Okay, goodbye. Yeah, do that. This episode is brought to you by Jason Holmes. For free. <laughs> for free. I had an excellent time. I look forward to coming there more often and hanging out. Yeah, I'm like, if I wasn't- If your so- friends will have me back. <laughs> Oh God, of course. I'm like, how do we just like get you to move here? That's what they were saying. Like a couple of them were like, so the pod, how are y'all doing this? Like, you know, apart from each other. I was like, well, we just use Zoom for now. But if we ever like decide really get into the content game, we're going to have to be together. So they're like, come to Houston. You're going to move here. And I'm like, oh God, stop. I know. Well, every time you come back now, it's going to get so much worse. I know. Um, in such a positive way. But isn't it wild that like 90% of that group is all from North Texas? That's what I was saying. They're literally like, from the town that I currently live in. So I'm like, what the yeah. fuck, guys? Like, aren't y'all the ones who should be moving back here? Let's make that happen. I know. No, it's so crazy because it's, I mean, straight up born and raised in North Texas, except for mm-hmm. one guy that's that was an Austin guy. Yeah. If anybody should be moving anywhere. Y'all should be coming back home. Like, let's. Uh, you're right. You, uh, you're right. There's a lot more moving parts because we're all down here. It only takes you one, but I'm terrified. Listen, I would never do that to your mother, okay? Uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. I've been contemplating moving been. like New York and shit. So, I'm not putting I'm not putting it out of the question, but it's yeah. more about what we would do if we lived in the same town. Oh, no, we would die. We would yeah. like physically die. Life over. So, that's I mean, what scares me is us two living in the same city. Because like we thought about what? this once, what like twelve years ago or something? Oh, God, it probably was actually like twelve years ago. Oh, that makes me want to die. But we were gonna get an apartment together, and like God struck His hand down and was like, "This is not a good idea," and ran yeah. a different job, and we ended up not living together. But I wonder what would have gone down had that happened. I, I don't wonder. I don't wonder because well, I, I, I wonder, know. but I also don't wonder because I know like our lives would have been ruined. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we just have to get out of the first like year or so of living around each other. So we'd have to survive for at least a year to get into some sort of like routine yeah. of okay, boundaries we- would have to be set. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that. For sure. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe no, no. one day we'll see. We're not, we're not ruling it out, but we're not. I have too good of a position with my current company to be for sure like peace. Moving but parts. I guess like if worse came to worse, I'm sure I could work from Houston, but I'm not no. trying to do that right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll see. We'll see how we can keep working. On and this. I love being here too. Like I love being of close course. to my family and close to all the, for all of our like friends and my friends who live up here too. I don't want to just not be around them either, but they're yeah, also all getting married and having kids. I well, that's perfect. Not. So once here in here in a year or two, when they all have kids and shit, you can just move on down here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There'll be no one left for me to go out with and get yeah. fucked up. So I'll have no choice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Perfect timeline. 
Awesome. Cool. Staying on topic, but moving on, random question, Rainy, what is your drink of choice? Oh God, everybody who knows me knows this <laughs> fucking answer. And it's champs. And I don't care in what form except for actually preference. I do. Yeah. My preference is 0% sweet. Get the Moscato the fuck out of here, like off of this planet. <laughs> Anything sweet. So no. Champs plain, of course, all day. I love a sparkling rosé. Of course, I love a mimosa. I don't discriminate. I'll put anything in that shit. Yeah, we drank like a lot of champs Friday night. I know. Like, and then Saturday. Yeah, yeah and then Saturday too. We'll tease. <laughs> yeah, but at like the cheapest, nicest place I've ever been in my life. I know. Wasn't that so dope? My drink of choice is a single tall whiskey diet coke that's the drill you know yeah we do and we know when she starts ordering the doubles you'll never find me ordering a double it's always people pressuring me to drink doubles oh jess you need to catch up or it's like the bartender being like oh are you sure you don't want a double and i'm like oh you talked me into it and then guess what everyone regrets that decision because i can't (laughs) handle doubles i can drink singles Till the sun comes home, or that was not right. No, sun goes down, cows come home. They're okay, whatever. I can drink doubles for 20 hours straight. I mean, I'm gonna sign up. Jess is restarting. I can drink singles for all hours into the night, but the second I move to doubles, it is over. Yeah, I can attest to that, and so can our friend Jordan. But also you're right. You're spot on. Like you, you've actually like reprimanded me before by being like, Hey, get a double. And you're like, I'm not fucking doing that to myself or to you. I will make really bad life choices, but I can live with them. You, however, are going to regret those decisions. But honestly, our many years of friendship, I've seen you. There's been one night that I had to physically help you up the stairs to your apartment (laughs) one time. And you weren't mean. You never yelled at me. Nothing. It was totally fine. I'm like, I'd do that again. Like, I left my phone at the bar that night too. Yeah. Shout out to those bartenders because they also charged it up for me for the yeah, next day because they knew I'd be back. They would be fun to have on the pod. We should. We uh, should yeah. If like them. the bar or whatever open and I would ever mm-hmm. go there again. I know. Someday. I haven't have been faith. there in so long. I used to go no. like three times a week. <laughs> Oh, it's like withdrawal season right now. It is. I miss them all. Shout out. They know who they are. Mm-hmm. They may not because they probably don't listen to this shit. Well, that's true. <laughs> Ain't none of them know about this podcast, which is why we got to go. We got to tell them. Yeah, because they'll support us. They're yeah. good peeps. I mean, maybe. We can at least take their phones and do fake reviews. <laughs> hey, give me your phone for like five seconds. Okay. Lord. That's enough. Random cool. personal shit. We'll move into the stuff people who listen to this might care about. I don't know. First off, we are going to start off with the world of golf. Golf? Yeah. We watched Happy Gilmore last or like a couple weeks ago. So I'm like, in the in the voice of Shooter McGavin, golf, atrocious. Yeah. But anyway. Golf is probably like my weakest sport, but we're going to talk about it a little, little bit for just a couple of reasons. Mainly Jordan Spieth, Texas guy, got a hole in one. He straight up did. Saturday. It was in the third round of the 2021 Arnold Palmer Invitational. It was a 222 yard tee shot for a hole in one at the par three second hole. Yeah. Well, and it was... Uh- 
Supposedly. So I guess like that, there's like the fifth hole on that course is pretty well known because I think it's like 555 yards and it's like that or something like that. And I did actually want to have an Arnold Palmer tonight in like celebration. That would have been nice. I don't have any of those ingredients. So I mixed a watermelon margarita with a watermelon sparkling water. (laughs) Look at you. Yeah. You know, you know, I just keep a little tequila hanging around for crazy days like today. Um, I should not be drinking after this weekend, but fuck Monday and Tuesday. Am I right? Maybe the only thing that gets me through. Yeah. So not like it wasn't an easy golf day, right? Like I feel like there were some wins. I feel like this, like this Mm -hmm. particular hole has a trap in the front and the back. It definitely like slopes or is hilly. So I do find it interesting though, and I know this has to do with golf and we don't know anything about golf. So we probably should have like at least our pod friend Austin on here to like, well, we have several, several golf people who want to come on for the masters, which call them out by name right now. (laughs) Boogs, Nolan, Nolan. Josh, Micah. Boom. They all were like, yeah, we'll come on. And they really wanted to come on during the masters, which that I think is right after the March Madness. Um, I think it's in May. Maybe I lied. I think it's April. I think it's literally like right after March Madness National Championship. So hopefully timing wise, that'll all work out and we can like go out and have them on because I know they give me shit about it every time I see them. Yeah. Well, and I am curious though, because there was one of the articles I saw about it because obviously I didn't watch that live, but hear about a hole in one is like super cool. So you want to see it. Well, one of the articles I found was like Jordan Spieth hole in one, then immediately hits his next ball uh, into the water. Yeah, he struggled a lot like over the past couple years. I think, um, at least from what I understand, again, I'm not, I don't follow it as much as I probably will start to here in the near future. But for the actual Arnold Palmer Invitational, Bryson DeChambeau won, and then Spieth ended up tying for fourth along with two other Americans. Putnam and Warinsky didn't end up winning or anything, but I think it obviously like helped him quite a bit. Oh, for sure. But yeah, and you're right. I definitely have heard that he's been struggling and I think he struggled kind of after that hole in one as well, which to me, I'm like, if I hit a hole in one, first of all, if I even hit a golf ball off a tee with an actual golf club, I think I would pass out because it's just fucking impossible for me but to hit a hole in one is pretty exciting right i don't even do but fucking top golf so like yeah yeah no shit yeah i don't do that either i literally go for the drinks and the food i mean like maybe when we want to like restart content and we want to go viral i'll attempt that to hey. embarrass myself yeah no i'll be the one that falls off for sure like yeah. i don't like to even get that close like put me on the bottom floor because shit's yeah. gonna happen yeah, that'll be me too so cool. but Got it. my point my point to this is I, it sucks so bad to be in the spotlight because and i get it you you signed up for this right like you're really good at this you, right. whatever but like he hits a hole in one and gets to celebrate for what the walk to the next hole. And then there's already headlines out like, Oh, he hooks it into the water. Yeah. Like he sucks. Like, you know what I mean? Or like, he's struggling. It's like, God damn it. He's still got a hole in one. Like that's exciting. That is actually a really good point, And that does suck. Well, and that's what I mean for like the actual golfers out there, because they would probably say to me like, yeah, but like, if you're going to get a hole in one, you shouldn't suck this bad or do this or do that. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I appreciate from people who actually understand the sport. Cause I don't. Yeah. No, so. I mean, I get it like on a general basis, but 
I just can't get into it in a way. So like, we'll see. I don't think I've given it much effort either. Like I haven't like tried. So maybe like this is the year I'm going to attempt, but mainly because like from what I understand, gambling on golf, especially like live betting is super fun. Okay. So I I need to understand it so I can do that. I could see that. Well, here's to you, Jordan Spieth. We, we cheers you. We congratulate you (laughs) on your hole in one. And also sorry about your bad luck. (laughs) Cheers. Oh man. All right. Well, that's all we have for golf. So (laughs) (laughs) moving on to NBA, uh, just want to talk a little bit about a new super team forming, which Blake Griffin has now signed with the Brooklyn Nets. He will now join Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and former teammate DeAndre Jordan. Actually, while I have it, hold please. I want to look something up because what? before we started recording, there were all of these sources saying that Andre Drummond is going to sign as well. What? They're really just going to have like a crazy, I'm looking, I'm looking and I'm not seeing anything official. Okay. So we're going to like say that that's a thing, but I can definitely attest to the fact that I've seen sources that they've heard that it's next to official, like almost official, but we'll see. I don't know. So don't quote me on that. Take it with a grain of salt, but I'm hearing rumblings that there's a chance that Andre Drummond may sign with them as well, which would be absolute insanity. I mean, this is just like a freaking powerhouse team. I mean, these five players are dominant as fuck. Uh, yeah, I'm seriously in my mind going, okay, the new Space Jam is about to come out, right? Like, are they fucking trying to make a squad to compete? <laughs> Good call. I don't know. Yeah, I forgot that movie is coming out. I keep seeing a lot of headlines about the filming, but... uh yeah, I have thoughts on that. So we'll get to that after this. Since technically that's in my NBA news. <laughs> okay, got it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not necessarily a fan of this whole super team culture, which is very evident in the NBA, but yeah, it happens. I mean, if, it, if people are going to do it, you might as well like, you can't beat them, join them. So like, fuck. Well, and it's so much easier to do in a sport like basketball than football. Like it's, well, especially with like salary caps and all that. Right, kind of yeah. Like, and even even in baseball, like you can do it, but like there's just so many other players that come into effect where basketball it's like you need five really fucking good people. You don't even need that. So but yeah, having is- these five, I mean, they're definitely gonna be like up there. Well, and that's exactly what they're doing, right? Because like James Harden for sure, and also um Blake. They both left money on the table to be here. Clearly have this desire to form this team and make something happen, which I love. I mean, I haven't always been the biggest like James Harden fan. I think we both are on the same page there. Still I'm not. But I want to say he left like $50 million on the table to go to the Nets. Yeah, he rejected a two-way $103 million extension. Yikes. And then Blake now is like the lowest paid player on the Nets. He's leaving the Pistons making like 2 million 2.1 no i mean obviously they're all looking for a ring and it started with a couple people and then like james harden obviously made a big deal out of it he left a shit ton of money on the table and then he made a comment when blake griffin came on board and was basically like yeah man he's looking for a ring he left this much money on the board blah 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 so i hate the james harden situation but i am interested to see what they're gonna do and if it's like if it's gonna work for them and also i'm always and forever gonna be rooting for steve nash Always. Yeah. No. Oh. Love him. Oh, yeah. Favorite NBA player of all time. 
Ooh, that's a good question. I mean, I, mean, I, I say that. asking it, but I'm turning it into what would I, I mean, I don't think I, 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 it has to be Dirk for me. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, okay. And then I always do this, right? Because I can't say that. I'm like, point yeah, I can't not pick Dirk. My favorite. Yeah, you're right. But Tyson so Chandler, meow. Also, your boy. Yes. Not my friend's boy like I thought a million times. Every time. Every single time. <laughs> LOL. Versus Chandler Parsons, I think we finally decided. Yeah, God only knows. Okay, yeah, we're not going to get into that again because we'll have to do the whole thing. You'll have to text yeah. her. And it's a whole, whole It takes ordeal. forever. And it's embarrassing because she's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like every time she's like, nope, that's not it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty embarrassing. So yeah, I, I am excited to see it. I, I have to, sorry, shamelessly plug fucking pardon my take, which I didn't get to listen to a, a ton of it, but they were talking about this team and- Oh, were they already? Yeah. Oh, I guess they come out on Mondays. and Yeah. So, and honestly, I was doing 50 things at the same time. So I don't, all I heard was this one part. So I was like, oh, that's hilarious. So I'm pretty sure it was your boy, Big Cat. Love. But he's saying like, okay, well, if he goes, I'll put like, if James Harden missed a shot and then Blake Griffin had to like come back and save the team, I'd be cool with that. Anytime James Harden gets blamed for anything, I'm good with it. And I was like, me too. <laughs> me too. Nice. So I need to go back and re-listen to what they were actually talking about because I thought they were like splitting, like divvying up like points or like who's going to fuck up the most or who's not or like Probably. whatever. But it was funny. And I just listen. was like, I don't I allow myself to listen to them until Wednesday. Oh, well, that's a good idea. Like two episodes back to back. Cause I think there went Monday and Thursday, but because we record this podcast on Tuesdays, I don't let myself listen to it until after we record. Well, and that's typically what I do too. And that's why I used, I straight up said their name this time because I didn't want anybody to think I was stealing it. But I've always felt this way about James Harden. I just am finding out. It's a pretty like popular take or common take, I guess I should say. Yeah. Um, but I do love that he left money on the table. Come to this team and now they're really trying to form a team and get a ring. And again, I don't really care for the super team culture, but it is what it is. There's no stopping it now. I also big KD fan. Yeah. Although he's kind of fell off a little bit over the past few years, but you know, maybe not went, now. He went to UT. So I always loved him then. And like when he was at OKC, big fan. Yeah. Well, and Blake Griffin is from Oklahoma City. Yeah, he is. I think he's, I think he uh, actually is from like Edmond, which is like a little bit north. Oh, yeah, I know where it is. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I totally forgot that he is from Oklahoma. But speaking of Big Cat, I made Rainy watch the Yak on Friday. And it was such a good one because they were doing a BLT draft. So they (laughs) drafted like everybody brought. A food that began with a B, a food that began with an L, and a food that began with a T. And then they had to each draft a B, an L, and a T. And it was so excellent. So and great. I think I'm I think I'm turning Rainy onto it. Oh, I'm um, so into it. They announced yeah. they said today they're doing another one probably next month. And it's gonna be P B and J. And one of my favorite guys on there, Nick, was like, Yeah, I'm really like thinking hard on what food I can bring that begins with the letter and <laughs> God damn it. I love them so much. Uh, Yeah, it's great. I wish we could do a, a fuck, like a snake draft or something like that. But A, would be copying. B, it would literally take me forever. I can't even ask, answer an, a random question every week without five billion re-questions. Like, yeah, no I know. I would love to do snake drafts, but you can't copy them. And, and really, like, they really do 
they do it in a snake draft form, but they kind of call it a Yankee. Like, I don't know. They, they just like Yankee to do exchange things, but really Barstool Chicago is the one, they're the ones who do the actual snake drafts every Monday that I'm obsessed oh, with. Yeah. And this week it was Irish shit. Awesome. And it was good. Yeah. It was like, you have to pick like one celebrity, one drink, a food, a prop, and I don't remember, but. Oh, I love that so much. Well, yes. we'll have to come up with something on our own that we can do every week or once a month or something. Yeah. So yeah. Like what it really means is we got to like get our heads together and like plan something and like think of some content. Content rules. Yeah. We'll figure that out on another. We'll get back to it. Um, just had to mention that because I was like, I forced Rainy to watch this. No, I loved it. WCPC coming soon. Women can't parlay content coming soon. <laughs> cool. What's next? Fuck it. Okay. That's NBA. The Nets are going to win everything or they're not. And it's going to be hilarious. I mean, that's, that's my take. Yeah. I feel like they have a great chance for sure because they were already kind of not doing terrible before this. So this is only going to be bumping yeah, up. Totally agree. Didn't you say you had, um, oh no, I really just wanted to bring up the Space Jam thing because I knew it was about to, or I know it's about to come out and it just brings that whole thing back again of the LeBron versus Michael Jordan. And how I know, I know, I'm gonna of have, course, I'm over here like this movie's gonna be trash. Like, I don't even know if I want to watch it. Same. I'm sure I will. But no, I totally agree. And I, yeah. I like LeBron, right? Like, I'm not, I'm not a LeBron hater, if you will. And I'm not saying you are, but I'm not a LeBron hater, but. Yeah, I'm not a hater anymore. I was much more of a LeBron hater, like back way back when, and not so much a LeBron hater, but just hating people acting as though he was better than Jordan, like especially yeah. at the beginning of his career, because I was like, I'm not here for that. Like, we're yeah, not. same. And I Me still either. am not necessarily here for it. Me either. Um, Me either. But I, there has been a lot of headlines about this fucking movie lately. I saw something coming out about people and Lola Bunny. And I probably shouldn't even mention that because I like don't even remember what it was. But it was like people saying she's hot. And then people saying like that was super sexualizing her as weird or something. I don't remember. But it was something that I just like couldn't even read because I just like didn't fucking care. Yeah. And then I saw where they had to like cut out scenes with Pepe Le Pew and now that character has been canceled because he's a really aggressive like French spunk oh who's like constantly like, saying things he shouldn't or something well, not even saying things but, like you know what character I'm talking about he's constantly like over aggressively trying to kiss women and things like oh that. Yeah, like, yeah 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 apparently yeah. there was a scene where like something happens and like it was like a LeBron scene and uh they cut it so yeah. No, I haven't seen all that. I'm just trying to pump myself up to actually watch it because I'm with you. I mean, I think it's going to be trash, but I want to watch it with open yeah. eyes and be and not compare the two. Right? Like, agree. Minus the minus the R. Kelly peeping out of the original Space Jam soundtrack. Yeah, I got canceled. Uh, that guy also for sure canceled. Bye. Too. He's ca he's canceled, and I will say the Space Jam rightfully so canceled. Oh, yeah. And if you haven't watched all that shit, please go do it. Yeah, Educate yourself on R. Kelly, please. Yeah, like right um, now. <laughs> and also come at me if you don't agree that number five on the original space track or space. Fuck. We're doing so well today. Oh, so good. Yes. Like, what so are we doing? This. God. Number five on the Space Jam original soundtrack is the best song on the fucking album, even before R. Kelly. What and is let it? me just really make sure that it is, in fact, <laughs> <Actually> number five. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure it is. Do you think it's on Spotify? 
I mean, I'm not going to play it. Just almost positive. You're like, no, I listened to it the other day. It's there. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm talking about Hit 'em High, and it should be number five. But great song. Uh, Funny memory that I have of your dad is when I was in the fifth grade, I'm going to say sixth grade when that movie came out, Yeah, your sister had a birthday party and it was like co-ed, like boys and girls invited. So that was a big deal, you know, around that time. And it was one of those like field day kind of things. We played with water balloons, volleyball. I don't even know what all the activities we did were, but like at one point we were in the house and it was, like I said, right when that movie came out and we were playing that soundtrack and it was, I believe I can fly. Like we were all just like enamored with the song, singing it. And your dad came in and he was just like, holy crap. Like, I can't believe that y'all like such a good, nice, clean song. (laughs) And I, I don't know why, like I have such a weird elephant memory. Like, why do I fucking remember that? I love that you remember that. And that's so funny because. Because like before that, we were probably listening to like fucking. Well, I don't even know. No, he exactly. He heard all the bullshit we listened to, right? Every day in our house. So for him to hear that. But then it's so funny that it's R. Kelly. Yeah. And he to this day has no idea who R. Kelly is. So that is hilarious. Good. No one should. It's also hilarious that one even got uh, co-ed birthday parties because I invented that. My house was the first house that had a co-ed and we played spin the flashlight on the trampoline (laughs) as our game of choice. Love that. Yeah. So anyway, before we move on, today is the 24 year anniversary of the death of the legendary Biggie Smalls, notorious B.I.G., who was a huge Nets fan. I think they even have a banner up of one of his quotes for Brooklyn. I just added that documentary that came out on Netflix. To uh, my list. Yeah. And I should go. So many things to watch. I have no plans this weekend because I need a break. Cause like after this weekend, it's like full blown summer, no more free weekends. So I'm like going to watch TV all weekend and I'm not, I'm so excited about it. And yeah. that's going to be one of them. No, I'm totally with you. I was about to go whip out my favorite tank top, which is literally just Biggie with a cigar. Thick. Love it. R.I.P. All the R.I.P.s. I'm so into it. so crazy. 24 years ago. Wow. I can't even. It's nuts. It's so insane. The last thing I wanted to bring up about the NBA was that on March 24th, mark your calendars and be sure to tune in to the Raptors Nuggets game I think it might just be the TSN broadcast. So I don't even know if we can watch that or not because I the Canada market. But that broadcast will be made up of only women. Ooh, dope. Yeah. Very, very cool. I love that the Raptors are doing this. Yeah. Be made up of Megan McPeak, Kia Nurse, Kayla Gray, Kate Burness, Amy Audibert. And although this is super groundbreaking continues to be, it's actually not the first time we've seen this. I know last year, literally probably a year ago, it was right before COVID paused the entire world, much less Mm -hmm. the sporting events. There was two NHL games that were broadcasted with women only, not only just like the broadcasting, but the behind the scenes crew, everything play by play, sideline reporting, Behind the scenes, all of it was women. So I know I've seen this before, but I think that was the first time that's ever been done. So love this. I know that's one of the questions I see a lot is like, when are we going to have a woman in the booth? You see them on the sidelines. There are no women in the booths. So like, when are we going to do that? 
Yeah. So really excited. Wanted to share that news. Make sure you tune in if you can. Okay, we'll move on from NBA and continuing on with basketball. We're going to talk a little bit about March Madness. Not a whole, whole lot to cover, just rounding out championship week right now as we move through Selection Sunday is this upcoming Sunday. So brackets will be out very, very soon. So like I said, we'll finish out the conference championships. So far, just a handful of the smaller conferences have finished in the last like day or so. Some of the notable winners include Loyola Chicago, who have actually been rather impressive this year. They're in the Missouri Valley Conference, App State in the Sunbelt Conference one. And then lastly, I'll mention Moorhead State out of the Ohio Valley Conference. They're really notable, at least to me. I just like to mention them because they have not made a tournament appearance since their infamous win as a 13 seed over the four seed Louisville in 2011. And honestly, like, I don't know why I remember that so vividly. I mean, a 13 seed being beating a four seed really isn't like the most unheard of scenario in March Madness. But I just like remember this one so vividly for some reason. I remember watching the game in my living room and being so pissed because my bracket got fucked up. Yeah. Like, I also remember a stat from ESPN's putting out that they had 6 million brackets submitted. And at that point, after that game, only like oh, yeah. 100 of them were still perfect. Oh, that's so insane. Yeah. And it was like one of the first games. Anyway, like I said, I oh. know that that's happened a, a good number of times, but Moorhead still Anytime I hear them, I'm like, oh my God, that's that like- damn bracket. Yeah, I only had two things, and really one of them isn't even a thing. Um, I'm just curious when Coach K is going to retire because there's been a lot of chatter. I know. I don't know. But yeah, there has been a lot of chatter about him lately. I have no clue. But yeah. I don't either. Yeah. And they're kind of like, they were on the bubble, but but obviously it's still not done yeah. yet. I know Gonzaga plays tonight for their conference oh, yeah. championship. They're still undefeated. Yeah. They should have no problem beating BYU. Mm-hmm. But, but I mean, college basketball is just one of those things you never know. It's just Which- maddening. It's so maddening and also brings me to my second point of college basketball talk and really any basketball talk, but definitely more college. There needs to be like a website or a network that just plays the last five minutes of every game. That is a good point. I'm surprised that's not a thing. Me too. Like, I don't know how the semantics would work of all of it, but like have a schedule and be like, Hey, and maybe it's not on time, but like, if you're just playing the last five minutes of every game, it's got to work out. But I feel like you can do that though on like ESPN or something. I mean, probably. And you can probably set like, it's not yeah. worth somebody doing obviously because technology is technology. Right. 2021. So there's probably ways to like set an alarm to remind me to tune in or whatever. But if somebody else did that for me, I would watch so much fucking basketball. Yeah. No, I know. It's overwhelming. I don't know how people can Choose. can really be tuned into it all. Like that is just crazy to me, but there are people who do it and props to them. Oh, it's impressive. Um, it gets a little easier with just the tournament because you can really kind of follow along and they space things out enough to where you, it's like one game and then the next, you know, it just, and like the, these next few days, it's like college basketball crazy. Like there's yeah. so much college basketball on and then it's just going to continue with the tournament and it's just one game in and then the next game starts like they're timed out almost perfectly yeah, so, so crazy um like i said before i think probably last week i'm like i'll be at work work screen and then i'll have all the games on my other screen 
really, really excited for the tournament. I love March Madness. It's just one of those like great sporting events. So yeah, it really is because like you have the best of the best and like there's not typically a ton of like blowouts. You know what I mean? So you're mm-hmm. consistently going to get good games. Yeah. And that's what happens is 13 seeds will beat, you know, four seeds and shit like that. And it's just like, you could be a 16 seed and you, I mean, it's pretty rare. I think the first time it happened was just in 2018 that a 16 seed beat a one seed. I mean, those games can get so close and like one bucket can sway the score. Like so many times it's just, it's, it's madness. It's March madness. It truly is madness. There's a reason for that name. Yeah, no, for sure. Okay, well, we'll keep rolling here and get to the NFL. Want to start with some scary news over this past weekend, alluding to the fact that our boy Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> aka Fitz Magic, may be retiring. And oh, no, telling you now, we can't have that. No, <laughs> we Boy, just we cannot have that. No. Yeah, which we haven't heard from. Adam Schefter yet, which is obviously the dude I'm waiting for, but NFL insider Ian Rappaport, whatever the fuck his last name is, did say Ryan's playing next year. We just don't know where yet. Yeah. So he wants to play, obviously, like playing the last couple of years with the Dolphins. He said like kind of lit a like fire under his ass and he's like, he's into it. He's ready. He wants to continue to play. And I am 100% in support of him. Uh, yes. And one of the things I read, they called him the people's quarterback. And I was like, oh, you goddamn right. Perfect. Perfect. Right? So the, accurate and spot on. Yeah, that same article also called him a bearded elder, <laughs> <laughs> which I loved. Oh <laughs> and we'll only God. be referring to him as that from here on out. I will definitely be adopting the people's quarterback because yeah. 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 It's so correct. It's unreal. So what are your thoughts on it though? Like, have you heard anything? Like we won't, we might know free agency starts like March 17th or something like that. So yeah, Yeah, no, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think we'll know more obviously when the free eight, when his free agency opens up next week, there hasn't been a lot of talk, but like you said, he intends to play. And just based on his last season, like even though, yes, he was technically a backup, he played very well. He played exceptionally well. Why can't I talk? Played exceptionally (laughs) well last season when he was in. I could see him being a great fit for several teams, especially teams having like some downs and quarterback issues. I support him being picked up by many different teams. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I can't imagine he's just not going to play. Me neither. I don't like... I don't know that I see him being a starter. I I wish that for him. I just don't know if it'll happen, but people would be remiss to not think of him as at least a good backup to have. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think especially for teams, which Fitzy's 38, but he's got a good resume. I mean, sure, he's played with eight different franchises (laughs) since 2005, but he's solid, right? Like everything you're saying just kind of backs that up. But so the Broncos, I guess, expressed interest or like had some contact with him. I don't know if that'll turn into anything, but I think he would do great there. They have this young quarterback that totally could use some guidance and bearded elder, if you will. (laughs) So who knows? But I truly hope to see him play. Like I have the same feelings about him as I did with like Witten, right? When Witten retired first, I was like, this is not right. Like he should not be doing this. He should still be playing. Felt the same way about Greg Olson, right? right? So I'm glad that those two went off and did their thing. And obviously they're done now, but 
which wait, what's Greg Olson doing? He got hurt, but is he coming back? No, I officially retired. I read that last week. I thought so too. I'm excited. I hope he, I hope he goes somewhere. Like, I feel like he has a good chance to play for one more year. Yeah. And wherever he goes, they're definitely going to be on our top team to cover. So like all the teams out there listening, if you want to be on Women Can't Parlay during the NFL season, sign Fitzy. We're going to talk about Fitzy. Like there's no way we're not going to talk about him. So just know that if you want to be featured on this podcast, you got to pick him up. That's one way to do it. Just pay him. Pay him. He's got kids. And he also went to Harvard. So he's got like school loans, you know, probably not because he probably got a scholarship. And also he's an NFL quarterback. So they're probably paid in full, but regardless. Definitely all those things. And then like random, don't want to get into it, but I don't know if these, like, I don't know if some of this is fake or not, but I keep seeing people alluding to and posting pictures of like Russell Wilson and Sierra being in, in Chicago. And people are like saying he's going to sign with the bears. I just got a weird goosebump sensation, like on my jaw down my neck into my shoulders. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't either. And again, I don't know if it's true. Like Cece's like, get me the fuck out of Seattle. I need a nightlife. Bring me to Chicago. All the pictures I keep seeing, I'm like, I don't know that those are real. Those could be them vacationing in Chicago like three years ago. Like I wouldn't know. And like nobody with a credible source has said anything that I feel like is enough to be like, oh, this is happening. But I don't know, seeing things on Twitter. Like I just keep, I always like to pull up my Twitter as we're recording just to see if there's any like updates. Popping up. Yes, I love that. Wow. Okay. I don't know how to feel about that. Yeah. I guess I don't care that much. I'd rather him go there than... I still don't know that I get it. We definitely got into that last week, but it was just one of those things where I was like, it seems like there's just rumblings, but there's nothing official at all. It's still just people talking. Here's one thing that says Jeremy Fowler on ESPN said Russell really likes the market in Chicago and wants to see what the bears are going to do in the next week to month to see if they really want to make a push, like assuming meaning the Super Bowl this off season. I don't know. Like I said, nothing of like super substance, but I'm seeing it on Twitter quite a bit. So that'll be something interesting. It makes sense that I could see. I said that last week, like the bears were a team that made sense to me in the sense that like, can I say since one more fucking time? You can. It made sense to me that they would want a quarterback, like a good quarterback. But I just, I don't know about the offensive line situation for Russell. And then they're not going to have any money to like fix that. Or anything. But could totally see them wanting to get like a solid quarterback. Duh. We'll see. Time will tell. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, the next topic we've all been waiting to talk about the best for last. Dak signing is over. Dak Uh, got paid. He got fucking paid. I have a lot of thoughts about it, but he got paid. Okay, go. It's a lot of money. I know. (laughs) Which I love. I'm a Dak fan. I think he's proven himself i i really truly hate the haters out there that are like that think he don't doesn't deserve it that's where i'm at there obviously however it worries me and we can get into the weeds because i have a fun little breakdown of everything of the actual contract 
But what does this mean for players like Amari Cooper or Zeke? And how much longer are they going to be here? I'm agreeing with you. I am worried about that for sure. The Zeke and Amari thing, they're important players on the team. Don't get me wrong. But I always have opinions when we super sign running backs because they're just not going to win you the Super Bowl. Like they're just not like they're important and we need them. But I'm much more on board with signing our lives away for a good quarterback. But now I'm like, okay, Dak like is coming off this injury. And that's where I'm worried is I'm like, I love Dak. And if he's full strength or above full strength, and I think he can do it, I'm totally fine with paying him. And we had to fucking do something like, so I get it, but we don't even know how he's going to recover. We just don't like, that's what sucks is that whole injury. Just like fuck that whole ordeal up. So yeah, no, like I'm on your page. It's just, I would love and would not, would not be mad about this signing at all. I just worry about like, can he do it now after that injury? Like, is he going to be like skittish, scared out there playing? Hopefully not. And I have faith that he won't, but it's it's really hard to ink that fucking dotted line on a quarterback that's coming off of that crazy injury. And it's not one of those injuries that can be. I think it's an injury where we know all potential is there to make a full, if not better recovery. So that's better at night, but it's also the Cowboys. And we all know like, well, luck tends to turn. Yeah. And as much as I hate to say this, cause I, and I don't really want to even, and I, I do, I agree with you, but my worry is more in the, like, I don't think that he'll be timid at all. I'm more worried about a re-injury, which it's a break. So it's not like it's something, but either way, I worry more about that. I worry yeah. about the players around him. And now that all the money is going this way, like, what are we doing there? Because we clearly have some shit to clean up and yeah. fix. And also, yeah, we are still the Cowboys and we still hold on to people way too long. And I'm not saying get rid of Dak. Like I wanted to sign him, but you're right. This injury throws yeah. a wrench into things. And I don't know. I mean, Jason Garrett, great guy. Should we have had him for eight seasons? Absolutely fucking not. So, and I'm not saying that's the same here. That's not apples to apples at all, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just have so many thoughts. Like immediately I was excited. I was excited for Dak. I was pumped for the Cowboys. Like I believe in him. I think he can do it. And I hope, and I hope and think that this is going to give him that like oomph Mm -hmm. to want to do everything he can. Unfortunately, there's a lot of other players that surround him that also need to be able to do that same thing in order for him to succeed so same thoughts and and i have total faith that he can do it and like you said i don't know that he'll play scared or timid necessarily it's just to come off that gruesome injury like i know like it's probably gonna be difficult to get back out there and just cool here's my ankle fuck it up again you know but you're right like could it re-break now like is it more susceptible to that now like i don't know probably And that's terrifying, but I think injuries are always a factor. So you can't like not sign people because they may or may not get injured. It's just scary in the sense of like, we don't know. We can't, we haven't seen him perform like at all. He's barely been practicing much less like out on the field, actually playing since that injury. And now we're like, Hey, here's our entire fucking salary cap. Thank you. Yeah. It's super insane because yeah. Why don't you break down the, the okay. So Year one, he's going to make $75 million. Yeah, it's like signing, 66 signing. And- well, yeah, the signing bonus is $66 million. Per season, he's going to make $40 million. Per game, he's going to make $2.5 million. Per minute played, he's going to make $41,667. Per second, he's going to make $694. Dang. Hey! 
fucking well done, Dak. Whatever, man. Like, here's another thing too, uh, which I will go back on because I don't want. Obviously, we're cowboy fans, and like oh, we're just yeah. talking to talk this shit out because it's literally just dropped like yesterday. We're but trying like, to be subjective or objective, yes. whichever one it is. I never yeah. get those right. Yeah. So. One person I don't mind getting this much money is Dak motherfucking Prescott. You know why? Because I know what he's going to do with it. Good things. So. Agree. Overall, stoked about it and hope only the best, obviously. But we'll see. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Still. Yeah. I want still, nothing but good things for him. I love that he finally got paid and he deserves it. Like, no, agree. I'm not nowhere in my being am I trying to imply that he does not deserve to get paid and I love the support that he's getting from everyone in the NFL with the signing I am totally on board with it and I'm super happy for him and like you said when I heard the news I was elated just like oh god just knowing the Cowboys and knowing how How are we gonna fuck this up exactly that's where I'm at I'm like it's it's like you know once bit twice shy situation it's like we can't get excited because we're gonna fuck it up yeah exactly and i will go on to say that this he that is the highest signing bonus in um the nfl history it is he also has a one million dollar super bowl bonus so like if he makes it to the super bowl and i think he has to have taken like at least 50 percent of the snaps or something he gets a one million dollar bonus so Cowboys are one of the motherfucking super bowl bitches <laughs> it will happen yeah will. putting that future on now although i probably ruined my odds because i think i said that last episode or a couple episodes ago and i don't know this might have the odds down I just got a text from like my work people that said one year ago today, coronavirus, interesting. Oh yeah. One year ago today was that, what's his name? The guy that like did the interview and then touched all the microphones being a dick. Oh yeah. Rudy Gobert. So that was a year ago today when he was doing that interview and then got up and didn't touch anything and then went back and touched all the mics and then legit contracted COVID. That was kind of one of those. I mean, I and it's funny that I'm saying this because I'm going to be such a hypocrite. Hmm. There's a part of me that finds it interesting because like a lot of the reality shows that I watch, they oh, were yeah. filmed splitting Corona. So it's like it started out and they're all airing now where it like yeah. started out oh, COVID's not real or whatever. Then all of a sudden, a couple episodes later, COVID hits and they're all like shutting down. Kids are out of school. And it's kind of interesting to go back and watch. But at the same time, I'm not exactly looking forward to the next three weeks of people being like a year ago today, a year ago today, a year ago today. Because it's like this next seven days is when it went from what the fuck? Like, why is everyone freaking out about this? So like, holy shit, like NHL, NBA, March Madness was all canceled. Because here in a couple days, it'll be when we heard no fans and then it Mm -hmm. went from no fans no tournament and then i remember getting the apple update that was like nhl and nba have suspended their seasons and it was like holy fuck yeah so i mean i just did that whole thing but i gotta say like i'm not looking forward to that being like the next week or so of our lives of just all my twitter and all of my facebook and everything's gonna be like oh remember remember but yeah so not to get into that whole thing but I did see where that, because that was kind of one of those first, you know, he was told like, do not touch the mics. You have to do, you can't touch anything quickly move away and go and sanitize your hands. And then being a dick, he went and just like touched them all and then ended up like contracting COVID. Yeah. Cool. To round it up with Dak. I mean, obviously we're both pumped for him. We're just anxious to see what happens next. 
Yeah, we them boys, like, let's go. Looking forward like, to it. Also, listen, I'm here to say, like, Jerry Jones, you've done some shit in the past. So, like, if you want to keep some people, just fucking pay them under the table. It's not like you haven't done it before. Like, how do we get yeah, AT&T Stadium? Get them some sponsorships. Like, get them. Yeah, yeah get them fucking paid. Let's do yeah. this shit. Yeah, let's like, figure that out. The 90s back. Let's get some Super Bowls, motherfuckers. Oh God, can we please bring the 90s back? Oh, my God. Sounds like the Eagles are sticking with Jalen Hurts, which, I mean, I don't know why they weren't doing that in the first place, but okay. No shit. Now, that's another podcast I have on my list I want to listen to is the Adam Schefter podcast. He had Jalen Hurts on. Oh, nice. Yeah, I never listened to that one. I should. He just knows everyone. Yeah, he really does. He's the most trusted. He is like the NFL's, (laughs) I don't know what to call him. Messenger? I don't know. (laughs) Guru. Like, literally everybody fucking trusts that guy. Like, can you imagine how much shit he knows? Um... No, because like I couldn't handle all that information. Oh, it's so cool. I want to like live inside of his head for one day, 24 hours. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Just want to do a little gambling discussion. Yes. Not really going to be a mansplaining minute, but the only thing I was going to kind of mansplain a little bit, so I guess we will do mansplaining minute, is was kind of like questioning parlays how one would calculate that in terms of like your record. So like mm-hmm. you have a gambling record, which, you know, ours is like 88, 60 and one. So I'm like, if you do a parlay, like how do people typically count, count those? Because if you have a parlay, you have multiple picks, but do you count that as one, one or, pick, multiple. or do you count that as like each leg of the parlay as, as individual picks? So my thinking on it was, you would count that as one pick because obviously if you lose one pick of that parlay, it's you lose the whole parlay. Um, And a lot of people were in agreement with that. So that's like what we're going to do. Cool. The other thing people kind of noted, which makes a lot of sense is like, if you're going to do a parlay, you would also make those picks individually as well. So it'd be like, you know, four picks. So you'd make all those four picks, but then you'd parlay them like separately. So I'm like, that's pretty smart too. That way, like, you know, if you do, hit that parlay or the individual picks actually do kind of count as well. So I'm like, that's something to think about. So anyway, I had that discussion on Twitter, thought it was really insightful. So I wanted to mention it. And if anyone's questioning how we're going to count them, that's how, because we made our first parlay bet this weekend and it won. It won. Plus 13.42, bitches. <laughs> been doing really well with hockey picks recently. Like, haven't been a lot of picks, but I know, like, last week when we, ha- when we were talking, like, I had finally, for the first time, made some picks on, like, college basketball, NBA, and hockey. My college basketball picks sucked bad. I think it was, like, one in five. And NBA was, like, pretty even. It was three and three. And then hockey, I did really well. It was, like, five and one. So made some more picks over the weekend that were hockey and did really well. Like I said, I know I hit, I think I made three individual picks, hit one of those. And then there was a four leg parlay that was plus 1342, like I said, but like one of them was the Chicago Blackhawks money line, which they were not picked to win at all. But I, they had a guy retire that day and I just thought they were due for a win. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to roll with the Blackhawks. And 
it won. So that was pretty cool. Cause I know for us being titled women can't parlay, we really haven't parlayed at all. Yeah. So <laughs> it was nice to like get one under the belt and it won. So that was pretty cool. So currently, like I said, last episode, we're going to start really measuring our success based on units, not so much our record, which I intend to keep up with our record. I'm just not so concerned about publishing it so much. Cause sometimes that just gets to be a lot yeah. I'd really rather just like go off of our units. And cool. right now we're at plus 15.82 units. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Especially considering where we're at as far as betting goes. I'm not mad about that at all. So I wanted to talk about that. And then just another thing was that, well, first off, I think betting, I think sports gambling has been legal in the state of Illinois. I mean, obviously, you know, everyone became legal in 18, but I think like they've launched and they've had like sports books available to use. So Barstool, their sports book starting Thursday at noon will now be live in the state of Illinois. So if you live there, check that out. I really enjoy their sports book app, although I can't technically use it because we live in Texas. What I love about their app is, I mean, you can still download their app, sign on and look at everything, even if you can't place a wager. But what I like about theirs is like, if you're looking at a specific game, they give you so much data that's so useful to place the bet. Like they'll do injury reporting. They'll give you like their last three games head to head or five games of those two teams head to head. They'll give you like the individual teams win loss, like last three game win loss records and just any kind of fun facts like, oh, they're seven and zero against the spread. They will put all of that like right there where you're going to go place a bet. So you can kind of analyze things as you go. Cause that's one thing that gets annoying to me when I'm doing analysis for betting is I'll like pull up my stuff, go write down the games of the day that I'm looking at. And then I'll kind of like review their past games and like all the different facts and figures that I look at. And it's just so annoying to have to go like find those kind of things. So it's really nice to be able to kind of go in one place and look at it. And not to say that everything I look at is there, but it's really helpful information for it to be right there, especially like injury report stuff, because you might like think you have a solid bet with you and then you don't know who's hurt, who's not hurt that you haven't like heard of yet. So nice for all that to be in one place. So just wanted to mention that, but along with the Barstool Sportsbook, they are doing a special also this month, sort of a bet on women campaign. And they are going to feature their specific bets within the sports book that are like for women's sports. And they're going to have boosted odds. So if you are in, I believe right now they're only, oh, they're only up and running in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and now it will be Illinois come Thursday. So if you are in one of those states, I would highly recommend you check that out. Like I think on some of those, there's like a free money situation happening. So at the very least, go take, go uh, take advantage of that. Yeah, for sure. Fun stuff. I can't wait until Texas actually gets there. So I know that would be cool. (laughs) Someday. Anyway, I hope everyone's having a great week. Get your brackets ready. Be prepared Sunday and be ready to watch a lot of college basketball because it's coming. Coming in hot. All right. We'll be checking you later, guys. This is Women Camp Parlay. Don't forget to go subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Please just do it. Yeah. And honestly, this one did it. We wouldn't have to ask anymore. Yeah. This, my challenge to you this week is to tell a friend, tell a friend that doesn't already know about us to go 
blindly follow our podcast and like it. Yeah. That's all we ask. <laughs> Just let's, let's do the pay it forward method. You get three people to go like rate us yeah. five stars. And then those three people go get three more people to rate us five stars. It'll yeah. be cool. Except like, it, it won't be like the movie where like a really sweet kid dies. And also, like, just hit us up. And for anything you want our support for, we'll support you. Like, that's how friends, like, this is how friends help friends, guys. Yeah, we'll totally do, like, a swap of you listen and rate us, and we'll listen to you and rate you. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But also, very much a big thank you to everybody who's already done that. Because you've heard us, like, say this shit to you a million times, and you still listen to our podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We appreciate you. And yeah, that's it. I mean, unfortunately for you guys, we'll be back. But until then, goodbye. uh, (laughs) Goodbye. Women can't, women can't, women can't, women can't parlay.